Hello, hello. Welcome to the Villains Room Podcast. I'm your host, Mills. I'm here with a special guest, Alicia. She's one of my spiritual friends that I love to talk to all the time. And uh, our main topic of today is uh, religion and how uh, we came across it, how it was experienced when we were children, so forth and so on. And Oh man, we just a lot to break down here. So Alicia, I want to know more about your experience with religion, how you were introduced to it, and what was your experience? All right, hey, 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 everybody that's listening in, appreciate you. Um, I'm just gonna dive right in. All right, so um, when I was growing up, um, you know, for me, it was more or less like you know like a tradition you know part of the routine sunday come you know you you going to church if i'm staying with um my grandmother during the week at some point in time going to like noonday prayer or bible study and um it was just a part of um the way of life and um you know i know in a lot of um black family homes um, you would see like a white Jesus, um, encased in a, in a nice, pretty rustic frame. Um, and that was kind of like what I was used to seeing. But as for me personally, I didn't really understand like the ins and outs of what I was being taught. Like I was read some stories, some parables. And those parables was explained, but, um, I promise you as a little girl, it just, it sounded like, you know, a bunch of gibberish. And, you know, as a child, you, you learn to believe the adults around you about what you're being taught. So that was like kind of my introduction into religion, just believing, um, what the adults were saying were right and stuff like that. And, I'm not saying that um, because what what I was raised in was Christianity. I'm not saying that it was wrong, but I'm saying like the and that the preachers were lying because they weren't. But the version that I was being said that was uh, basically like encompassed around this this white Jesus was definitely um, an embellishment that I don't think a lot of people was aware of. And as I um, got older, you know, I started to see the embellishment in the religion itself. And I think a lot of times people, um, really rely on religion in their lives and, and everybody wants something to believe in. So it's easy to get indoctrinated into, because that's what religion is an indoctrination into a system, you know? And so a, a lot of times people get religion and spirituality confused because religion is based on indoctrination and and being institutionalized spirituality is something that is personal something that um is cultivated within you you know what i'm saying to take you places um that you can't go by yourself it's that divine intervention to take you to those places in the deepest darkest parts of yourself that you can't go by yourself and honestly it wasn't until my late 20s heading into my 30s that I actually like 
really starting embarking upon that spiritual side and really learning the history behind Christianity because I was like, if I'm going to believe in this, I need to I need to know what this really is. I need to know the history. Like, am I believing in something that has to do with a group of people that has nothing to do with me? Like, what is this really? And then going down that rabbit hole, it strengthened my personal relationship with God and my belief in Jesus. So um, for me, my experience <laughs> not that great to be honest with you. Just like you, Alicia, I'm like, why does most family households have well, most family households I've been to have this white Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I've always just like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? All I've been seeing is like this man with the eyes just judging me and shit when I was a kid. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> and then it's just like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But um, I my father was very, 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 very religious. So at that point in time. Um, we went to a church I think it was called Asat or something like that don't quite remember and um, I just remembered uh, though when I went to church and I see all these people just dancing around and they were like hallelujah blah 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 and then I always was like alright these people are you know they like to dance I guess <laughs> and I didn't really know what the dancing was all about mm-hmm. I was confused as a kid especially the uh I always looked at like the, the old older people. I don't know why, but I always kind of looked at them, and they would do like their little two step and their little, you know, <laughs> little step in place. And getting I sat down. there, and I was like, all right, cool. They were getting down. I was like, all right, cool, yeah, well, yeah. I felt mad uncomfortable. I don't know why that made me feel comfortable at the time. Uh, I guess I just wasn't used to that level of atmosphere in general. And then, um. We would usually break up into these groups. There would be kids in one group, and then of course the adults would do their thing. Um, I, I don't know why they did it. Like again, it's been years, decades for me since I've been in church, and um, and I'm sitting there and like it, it was just a whole bunch of kids just talking about not even about God or Jesus or any of that. They were just talking about like their personal issues and things of that sort and when they're just like you know when the kids including the teenagers when they were like talk about these issues or what they're experiencing and how god or you know you know jesus or whatever was you know uh how this religion's christianity has changed their lives i'm like okay all right cool and uh, i just sat silent i just looked around the room I was just listening to them and their, and their stories and things of that sort but then again I'm like like some of these kids would like sometimes they would just start cussing <laughs> they would it was like some there was like some points where they would just get into drama with other people in the church mm-hmm. and it just got a little too crazy and then uh, I think at one point in time I caught like a couple or I don't know I don't know what it was a couple or not I'm not sure what's going on they were like together in just like one room and I just remember like the girl just hopping off and then he was like oh what's going on Miles and I was like 
uh, okay. Remember, I'm like eight, nine, or ten. I, <laughs> right. I didn't know what was going on. Right. But obviously, now that I'm a dog, obviously there were some things that I shouldn't be, you know, witnessing. That I, you know, I witnessed. <laughs> right. Facts. Facts. And so I was just like, so people get in. Wait, hold on. So we got people just jumping around saying that, you know, this religion changed their lives and yet they're doing disgusting dirty things cussing up a storm up in the church and i'm yes. like these people are fake as hell yes i, I was yeah. like uh, yeah. and, and that's the reason why i was silent as a kid my mom thought there was something wrong or people thought i was too shy and i was like no nah, there's something wrong with y'all right right <laughs> and i'm not saying and i'm not yeah and people thought that was weird and it wasn't weird i was just you know that was the type of kid i was mm. and then um i think there's like one point where the uh, pastor um i'm not gonna mention his name because i don't know if he's in jail or not but uh mm. i remember sitting down and he's coming around with a tray you know to collect the money <laughs> and then and, and then uh, like I, I just sat down i was like why are we giving the money I thought this was like, you know, Lord, yada, yada, blah, 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 live yeah. heavenly, yada, yada, all this yeah. shit. And then the tray came all the way back over. And then he looked into the tray and he was like, come on, guys, I need a little bit more money than that. And I was sitting down there, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> what? I was, like, I was like, what's going on? And apparently he was trying to save up for another church, but that's gonna that's hmm, that's gonna be an interesting scenario. Right. Um so like he was collecting money to get another church, and so he was kind of like being uh I don't know how to describe it. He was kind of like kind of forcing people a little bit right. to pay a little bit more when they can. And the way he did it was kind of aggressive. So I, I kind of felt some way about it. Right. And then um, what happened was, um, eventually, like, I think he lost some money, quote unquote. And then, um, I think we've left after that because there was just some shady stuff that was going on. And I think my mother had mentioned, like, some encounters with him where he was, like, very attitude-ish. Plus, was very yeah. attitude-ish, and he just didn't like the energy that, um, that he was giving. And he, you know, I I really do believe women's intuitions on a whole different level. Right. So like um my mom told my dad my father this. My father just ignored it. You know? He ignored right. it and he was just like, ah, he's just you know, he's just probably just, you know, doing whatever he needed to do. And I think that one thing I think um so I used to play with the pastor's kids as well. So I think one time that he went over um what was it my father and me went over to the pastor's house because I, I don't know exactly what it was i don't quite remember but i remember playing that damn atari that old ass atari that they had <laughs> yeah i remember that <laughs> <laughs> that's my oh, first man. uh that, that that was the first system i've ever uh, touched before i even got mm -hmm. to but that's anyway, that old school that's how you know you was yeah, born I didn't out know. Of Yo, I, I I was like, what the hell is this shit? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad confused when I looked at that thing as a kid. But um when I was there, I think my father was there with the pastors 
uh, wife, which for me, I, I'm I'm at a kid. I thought that there's nothing about it. But then now, as I'm older, it's kind of oh, my dad and the pastor's wife together. I know you got the kids around, but eh, that's still a little bit iffy. Right. So the pastor comes around, of course, because and, and like I told you before, he kind of has like this level of ego to himself. So. Mm. Pastor comes around to the house, and he gave my father the weirdest demonic look. <laughs> okay. And then I looked at it. And I'm like, I'm looking at his face, and I'm just like, mm. but but to be fair, the father is with the pastor's wife. But I, I don't know if there was like some type of agreement that it was okay for him to be there mm-hmm. with the wife. I'm not too sure. Um, but either way, he he's kind of scrunched up his face. I still remember his the face that he made, and I was just like, mm, okay, cool. And I think. My, my father went back to the uh, when we went back home um, I think my father had mentioned that strange look um, that the pastor gave him to my mother and my mother was like mm-hmm and I didn't know what that mm-hmm meant but now I sure <laughs> do know what that mm-hmm is and um Your mama was in tune I don't know <laughs> oh she was she was in tune she, she didn't consider herself really religious but mm-hmm. she does have some I know she has some strong ass spiritual power yeah. but like <laughs> to yeah. know that shit mm-hmm. but um my mom was warning him he was like yo there's something wrong with that pastor so long story short pastor lost the money he lost the church we don't know what the hell that money went mm-hmm. we don't know what happened to that money that money just disappeared so I think that was the time where um, my father actually stopped going to church because of that whole type of situation that was going down. There's probably actually more information that probably came out about him. Right. But the the funny thing is that um, over, I think I've, I've seen the pastor's uh, kids like 10 years afterwards, and it was at Dave and Buster's, and it was the weirdest thing ever. I was like, what the hell? Like they all grown and all of that and then one thing I've noticed is that I didn't see the father at all I just mm. see the mother and I was like hmm I was trying to put those two and two together right um cause you know if you're going out to a family event like if you're trying to do like a family thing the father and the mother it's typically there unless right, right. right. so it's kind of hard it was kind of knowing what I know and knowing that the mother and it's just the kids, the best kids, uh, I know something definitely went wrong. Um, what? That was my experience with, um, I got so and so religion. Um, it wasn't that great. It was a lot of shady shit going on in the church, right. money, all that stuff. But uh, yeah, that's the reason why I'm not that probably not that religious today. It's just a lot of demons in church. Oh yeah! They, they oh stay yeah! With this. Oh, oh yeah. man, it's just bad. It's I mean, because like, at the end bad. of the day, right? It's so it's so funny that you should mention. As you were speaking, I was thinking of a couple of key things. Like, you know, I experienced that as well in in my church growing up. Like, you're learning about this religion, this this tradition, this ritual that you must uphold, and there's people that's showing up to listen to these things, but their life is not in alignment with what they're listening to, right? 
And um, I don't know, have you ever heard of Supernova Slum? Well, I've heard of it, but I never know. Okay, Supernova, Supernova Slum, right? He is like, you know, a health enthusiast, right? Like he loves like all things health or whatever. Like he has like um, a, a juice that's, well, it's like a powder that you can like pour into water or whatever. And um, it basically has like um, all the super, super greens that your body needs. That's, that's his, that's his bread and butter, right? But he also like does like a little bit of rapping and stuff like that, whatever different stuff or whatever. So one day I was watching one of his videos on YouTube and he said the most profound thing and he's not even Christian. He said, the problem is not Christianity, right? The problem is that people are not invoking the spirit of Christ, right? Like you have people that are like invoking all types of spirits. They have rituals and stuff like that. Like we know that there's like spiritual evils at play in the world today. Like we already know that. You feel what I'm saying? By the atrocities that go on into in the world today. Not only that, people are more open about witchcraft than they've ever been before. You feel what I'm saying? People are open about rituals that they're performing. And it's not across in other countries. It's right here in the United States. And I don't know about you, Miles. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> me, I've seen the videos where actual people that like, you know, us common folk down here consider idols and stars, they talk about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? They talk about selling their souls and stuff like that. So we know that there's spiritual, um, what 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 people like to call like paranormal activities and spiritual seances and stuff like that that go on. So there's people like the evilness is working overtime. You feel what I'm saying? The guy that's ahead of all this evilness is working overtime to kill, steal, and destroy. We already know that because people talk about it all the time. So if we know that that exists, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like. And I'm, and I say this, I say this with, uh, because I already know I've experienced both sides of the spirituality, but coming from, you know, anybody that's listening, there has to be, there has to be a good versus the evil. You feel what I'm saying? Because if there's not a good versus the evil, then it's like, what are we all here for? What's the point? You feel what I'm saying? And everything is energy. Nothing really dies. Everything transitioned, including us. So not to, cause I'm chasing rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be a whole nother podcast, but I'm gonna get back on like what you were saying. So the, a lot of confusion lies in the fact that people are not evoking the spirit. They don't have an idea about what spirituality means. They're just going with the motion. So you see a lot of people showing up on Sunday and then all the other days of the week you see the atrocities of this person and we did not judge them because we're living in an age where somebody can't speak the truth we're, we're demonized for speaking the truth anything that has to do with the truth is being covered is being beat down by a lot you feel what I'm saying but one thing about the truth is the truth will stand you understand what I'm saying like in a room full of darkness and things in hiding when you put a little light in there the things will be revealed always. That's the wonderful thing about the truth. You feel what I'm saying? So 
I feel you about, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, my grandmother always told me, don't put your trust in people. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that was her thing. She didn't, like, I, let me retract. Look, she didn't tell me directly, but it was something that she always said. It was one of her favorite sayings. And, you know, some of us, when we're born, you know what I'm saying? Um, we are, there's some of us that aren't as affected by people as some of us, other of us are. But there's some of us that are affected by people so much so that we live we live our lives, okay, um, by the reactions of people. What do people think of me? What are people doing on the up? Like, what? And it gets to the point where um, it starts to become our weakness. But if we could step outside of ourselves and our egos, sorry about that, children. Love my girls, but <laughs> so it's all good. Uh, but yeah, just to wrap it up to a full three sixty. What I've learned is this power in letting go of the ego and really tapping to um, the spiritual aspect of myself. I feel like therein lies the true power. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, like as you was talking about that, I was thinking like, yes, yes, because that's how a lot of people become confused. And religion in order to really like understand the inner workings of like religion, you got to tap into because it's not even just like Christianity or Buddhism or or um you know any of these other religions out here. A person can create a business and have their business model surrounded around whatever you know. What I'm saying is there is there um like uh like what do you call it when you have um like your selling points, like my, like you get people to believe in a certain thing, like there is a problem and your business is the one that's going to solve it. You're creating followers. You're creating a religion around your business so much so that people are not paying for a product. They're paying for you to serve them and to solve a problem. And that's how you get people to even come up out of their pockets. That's considered a religion too. So when people educate themselves, I think that they can really understand the institutional backing of religion. And that's that's what it's really all about. You feel what I'm saying? So yes, yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's just kind of weird how you do, you know, sit next to somebody and you feel their energy and what type of time they're on. Ain't that right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it really is a spiritual thing if you think about it. It's like all the senses, everything, your brain is just like, there's something wrong. I don't know what it is, but it's something there. And, oh, yeah. Um, speaking more about um spiritual experiences as well. Like, I don't even know how to describe this. I, I felt like, you know, I've always been in tuned in some way to my spiritual side. And I think I was more in tune when I was younger than I am now as an adult. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel because of all like the careers, I think I've been focusing on was logistics, numbers. And, you know, I'm a career based man. I'm not going to lie about that. There's certain things that 
um, I focus more on and I, I don't leave time for myself you know what I'm saying um, like I'm going to school I'm, I'm doing I'm in the career the field that I dreamed of being in and I'm doing this podcast and it's always been this strange emptiness that I feel personally for myself I know that I'm in tune but there's some like subcomponent in my spirituality that is not getting what it needs to get yes. you know what I'm saying yeah. um, I don't know exactly what it is because I'm doing good in life I'm doing alright I'm doing good yeah. but something in my something in my heart is just telling me hey I need something I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. My brain doesn't know what that is, but my body knows what it is. And it's the mm-hmm. weirdest thing ever. <laughs> yes, yes. You yeah. know what I mean? I know exactly what you're talking about. Because, Miles, at the end of the day, we're all we're all a luminous beings. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this body that we're in is just a show, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, like, nothing dies. It only shifts in energy. Like, when wood burns, right, it turns to ash, but the ash don't disappear. It's ash. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like when a rock is burned, you feel what I'm saying? It transitions to, you know, magma or, or diamonds or, or all the different, you know, energetic, um, components that it could turn into. That's, you know, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um. Oh my goodness, and it's my favorite topic ever. I love it. Um, <laughs> I, it'll come to me later, but so, it's all surrounded around understanding, like energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and understanding that, like I said earlier, like nothing really dies. Everything only transitions. So, was was talking to all of us, like inside of us, right? Is is who we really are. This is why, like, you know what I'm saying? We can have a whole conversation. And this is, like, this is so dope about, like, the human mind and your subconsciousness. This is why we can have a whole entire conversation without even opening our mouths. You know that's a superpower? Like, before anybody else can hear what you're saying, before it even exits your mouth, you hear it first in your head. Right? Like when you like like honestly like yo that superpower is often overlooked, which is why a lot of people cannot bring their thoughts under subjection because they don't realize that it's a superpower. So you got a lot of people that's dealing with negative thoughts and stuff like that because they don't realize the power that the mind holds. Like you literally a person can literally reach into the realm of something that does not exist. You know what I'm saying? And bring it into reality, create it, inform it, and make it something that we can touch. I never thought about it like that. You just blew my fucking mind. Hold listen, my listen, listen, my listen, listen, listen. <laughs> so, so, it's like, like I said, you know what I mean? In order to really be in tune with the, because you are in tune, Miles. That's the thing about it. You feel what I'm saying? You're in tune. This is why when you was young, you could see things that other people couldn't necessarily see. And there's different versions of that. Like, um, like there's some people that 
have visions, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I like when I go to bed at night, I have visions, you know what I'm saying? Then I wake up and I'm like, you know, what does this mean? Some of them I could tell what it means right away, but some of them it's like I really got to sit down and start studying and crack a book open because I'll be like, yo, this is heavy. <laughs> like <laughs> I need to know what this means, right? And so um there's a word for that. Like when I was in my um twenties very I was like at my lowest point um and this was this was this was maybe shortly you know what I'm saying um before I started like you know working for FedEx and stuff like that but I was like at my lowest point um and I was talking to one of my brother's mentors her name is Najma God rest her soul she passed away but um we would just like you know I don't um you know and I'm not you know I I this you know with a grain of salt cuz I don't think it's it's a bad thing but it's just not for me I used to smoke and drink I don't do that no more you feel me but when I was doing that um you know we would sit down we would have our little you know wine and spirits our little you know what I'm saying herb on deck and we would be talking and one time Najma told me she said she said Alicia you have a gift to see the world in a way that a lot of people don't see it and your kind of people is of a small percentage you know what I'm saying they call indigo children and as time has gone on in society a lot of people have taken the indigo child uh, theory and blurred the lines so that they believe that a lot more people are indigo children than there really is out there so um that's another subject for another podcast i'm chasing rabbits again but i say that to say that miles you are very in tune and listen to that voice inside of you because that voice inside of you is who you really are like you've perfected you know what i'm saying the ability to work out your mind and work out your muscles right but the spiritual aspect of yourself which is your soul is who you really are and that's the part you know what i'm saying that's telling you that it's it's missing something you know what i mean and if you can get that part on point like you'll literally be unstoppable like there's nothing in this world that can stop you and i know this because like you know being on this journey i've tapped into um you know other people's um informational platforms that are millionaires billionaires that have cracked the code already and when you get into what the code really is you realize that it's not a code but it's it's oftentimes a message that a lot of people miss and that is what has these 1% in the position of power that they are in because they tapped into that however they tapped into it whatever avenue they went whether it's good or bad they tapped into it believe that you know what I'm saying they become resourceful and they (laughs) tapped it now that you mentioned it I have met somebody at work who mm, her energy has definitely been violated Mm. like now that you're, you're you're talking about it um like there's something like she, I could obviously tell that she's been through a lot and as a result of her being a, a lot she denies any level of God mm. and now that um, I've come across this person it's like the most unstable person I've ever met and this is 
in my career this is my space we're talking about people who don't make the average salary we're talking people who make middle class money i'm talking about 100k right. 120 140 now the, i don't know what it is um but like my body is telling me to avoid her like a fucking plague mm. like i, no, I just right. and i but i'm forced to work with this person like she technically is my senior and I'm just like it's it's hard because I feel like even though she probably means well, mm-hmm. it's just like there's there's a demon this it's on your back, girl. Oh, like, for that sure, shit for is sure. Lingering there, <laughs> and I and I'm just like I want to tell her that, but then again, she probably gonna do this atheist shit where she's like, I don't believe in that shit, blah blah blah. Right. And, but the funny thing is that. She keeps mentioning like random situations, like situations that would just happen like zero zero point like point zero zero one percent of the time, and I'm like, girl, I think the good side, I think you are in tune, and but you're not accepting it. You're not accepting right. that you're in tuned into your spiritual. The fact that all these random, um circumstances are appearing for you to come help this person as well help people as well it's telling you something and i want to tell her that Mm -hmm. but i also know the demons right there right so what do i so it's kind of hard for me to like it's it's hard for me to gauge Mm -hmm. like like where i'm at so i'm pretty much silent i pretty much like try to keep away you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying Mm because i'm just like she is in a battle and she doesn't even know about it. like yes. it is insane like <laughs> every yes. time i see her i'm just i sit down there i'm just like shit bro <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna get i'm gonna get the demon or i'm gonna get the sort of good side i don't know but we're right. battling each other it's a nasty game <laughs> it's, a na- it's a nasty game, I'm telling you, because I got horns and I got a and I got fucking prayer hands at the same time staring at me, and I'm just like, all right, I ain't that. You know? Yep, yep. I'm you're doing the right here. thing. You're doing the right thing because you're still trying to you're still trying to find and understand yourself. You know what I mean? So it's good mm-hmm. to just like stay away because, like, you know, there's a saying. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and about like. In the Bible, it's not. It, it doesn't do a person good, you know. what I'm saying to argue with a fool, but but in discovering who you are, you know, what I'm saying, you know, the divine, you know, what I'm saying, Alpha and Omega, you know, what I'm saying, God Himself, you know, what I'm saying, um, might use your experience, your experience as a living blueprint. Like you never know why, you know, your your path has been crossed. You know, what I'm saying with with a certain scenario that might seem like you know what I'm saying in the case of this girl like yo this is out of place you know what I'm talking about like yo this girl she a little cook I don't even know what she doing here <laughs> like I don't even know why she doing yo but I, but I know why she's doing it she's very fucking intelligent right, just, right. It, but that's the only thing that's in the high you right. feel me Right, like how can a person like yeah she intelligent she's intelligent, but how does she deal with her day to day battles and still come in? Cause you know like mental mental um health is very real, right? 
And a person could go on and on and on based off of their intelligence. But if you don't have no real foundation under yourself, you're bound to crack one day. You feel what I'm saying? And so, but you never know. Like sometimes when a a situation kind of seems like, like, okay, like this, okay, this makes sense. Like she's here because she's intelligent, but like, it's just, it's so weird. Like, why is my path crossed with hers? It almost seemed like it's out of place, but the more you're in alignment with your spiritual destiny, the more you start to see things in align and realize that it really is in place for whatever reason that you don't understand right now, it'll soon be revealed to you. Everything is in place and as it should be, you know what I'm saying? But I got a question for you, Miles, though. Okay. Because this is something that I like, you know what I'm saying? Embarked upon myself. Like, have you ever like come across like, I guess like social groups or any type of information that like, you know what I'm saying? was revealed. Cause you know, we was talking about like the white Jesus encased in that rustic, pretty, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, picture frame and stuff like that. But have you ever like, gotten to a point in your life where you heard somebody talking about like we got all these like extremists and stuff like that or whatever that talk about black Hebrews and stuff like that but at the core of the information have you ever come across like black history in the bible I I don't remember shit except for Adam and Eve right now I don't remember shit (laughs) but no no, I don't think they ever talked about black people. I'm, I'm thinking from what I remember. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they mentioned anything about black people unless everybody's black in that fucking book. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. Because now you know check it, right? It is a multicultural book, but the book has been whitewashed, to say the least. It's yeah, been whitewashed. I, I, Oh yeah, of course, of course. I mean, religion has been used as a weapon for thousands, hundreds of yes. thousands, ten thousands of years. Yeah, I know yes. that the the word of the book is not the word of the book. You know right. What I'm saying? You know, there's um, books missing and all that stuff. So. Oh yeah, and they, they found. Uh huh. And I was about to say they did find like an old scripture in the um, was it the Red Sea? And it was yep. in a yep. pot, and it was part of a it was part of a Bible, and yep. and I think they're decoding it right now. So yeah, there's like a whole bunch of missing shit. I guarantee you the, the demons and the work in that book to some degree, not a lot, but I guarantee you that some parts probably is in there. Because if you think about it, we have pastors and priests who you know doing all these uh, doing some atrocious things, whether promoting war, getting to political situations, whether they're right. touching kids. Right, right. Changing some type of word in the book. We heard, we heard that the Pope had changed the word in the book of for course. some reason. King so Solomon like, changed it before. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Before there was, before there was even popes and and um, governments, there were kings and queens. You feel what I'm saying? That's and right. that's kings and ki- kings and queens in their kingdoms. You feel what I'm saying? And yeah. King Solomon was the very first to take that book. You know what I'm saying? And rearrange it to his liking. You know what I'm saying? And then pass the book off 
you know what I'm saying, to be used as a tool for indoctrination. I totally agree with you. Like, when I've heard of that, and I was a kid, mind you, I'm a, I'm a kid. Like, I, when I heard about that, I'm like, oh, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's been manipulated? What? Yeah. 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 Like, I, I, I always... definitely, I have um history books about black people in the Bible. And that actually, it was through that rabbit hole that actually, like, strengthen my spirituality bro and i honestly like if you want i can mention the name of the books yeah, um, go ahead. No. yeah so if you ever want to like you know what i'm saying get into it or anybody else um let me see let me look into my library because you know i got a little library <laughs> i got a library too but it's all fucking like mathematical books and algorithms all that shit Right, right. You gotta have a library. Knowledge is power. You got to. Definitely power. I definitely need a spiritual book in there. I have everything else but spiritual. Yep, yep. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, here we go. So, um, the first book that I got it's it's all tatted because I I've been through this book and I I really love this book. Um. But it's called Blacks in the Bible, the original roots of men and women of color in scripture. And in this book, like, not only does it get into, this is not a religious book at all. This is a history book. You feel what I'm saying? Even, even when you look at the Bible, like, when you start tapping into, like, um, like, like getting the original Hebrew, like scriptures and stuff like that and reading those not the ones that you know the king james version when you start getting into it you really start to see the black history in the bible and that is what um we are really what we all really should be connected to you feel what i'm saying a lot of time you hear black people saying like this is a white man's religion and stuff like that but how many of those people that are saying it's a white man's religion have truly looked into the history? Not many. Not many, Miles, because we're not taught to look into our history, right? We just take what we've been taught and either reject it or accept it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I got so much respect for, like, um, and here's the thing, right? Like, it's designed that way because distractions are setting place systems are setting place like what you were saying like you have a routine you go to school you go to work you're getting paid really good money you do your podcast and stuff but for the most part i think we can all agree that you you have a schedule in place right um and your goal one day is financial freedom i know you you're an intelligent person but imagine people that don't have that in mind they just work and work and working and looking forward to their 401k plans or their pensions and saving and this that and third because we're the generation after the baby baby boomers that was thinking that way. You feel what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? Um, And it shows, it shows, right? Like a lot of people, like it shows, like it's either manifested in your intelligence or the way that you look, the way that you carry yourself, right? But I respect people like Einstein because Einstein looked a hot mess, but he was a genius. <laughs> he was a genius, but you know the funny part is that he did believe in God. And he then, then check this out. He looked yeah. a hot mess. Like, you could tell, like, <laughs> he wasn't, it wasn't, Einstein didn't live 
by you know what I'm saying what we would consider routines. You feel what I'm saying? Like like Einstein was in his head. You feel what I'm saying? He was all about growing what was inside of him and cultivating that. And this because of Einstein is the reason why, you know what I'm saying, we have the information that we have today when it comes to um um Oh my goodness. Oh man, Miles, man. Word is that come to me later, man, because I keep thinking of this and I love this stuff. Like I love this this it's um The demons trying to make you forget. That's what's happening, right? It's not philosophy. (laughs) It's something else. It's not philosophy. Like philosophy has something to do with it, but it's an actual scientific word for it that that people like you know, everything is energy. You feel what I'm saying? Like that whole thing. But Einstein was a part of that. You know what I'm saying? That timeless, those timeless ideas, you know what I'm saying? That he, he never stopped that. And I'm sure that there was some people that was like, Einstein, man, like, won't you go get a job, man? Like you look a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does look crazy. I'm telling you, like, yo, like if in today's world, you know what I'm saying? Imagine because yo, there are still Einsteins in today's world, right? That have dreams, ideas, that you know what I'm saying, they're chasing, you know what I'm saying, and people's looking at them like, man, you working. You working too hard, man. Just like go get a job. You know what I'm saying? Cause like go do what everybody else is doing because it's easier that way. You know what I'm saying? Just go, man, get a job, work your way up in the ranks, man. You know what I'm saying? Just go to school, man, and just, just live, man. Like, won't you just come out, relax, go party, man? Just live a little, man. Take a bath, man. You stink. No, <laughs> get some exfoliant. You know, we got that too on deck. Yo, comb your hair, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, look crazy. That's for sure. Like he, I th- he was so stuck in his head. It was it's insane. His, he was you so stuck me? in his head. His physical suffered. That's right. why I say life is a bell curve, baby. It's a bell right. curve. It's not a straight line at all. We gotta find that equilibrium between all things. Exactly. You know but, what I'm saying? Um, but you, know, you gotta have a little comedy because these conversations is heavy. But yeah, what I'm saying is like if a person, you know, what I'm saying, took time out to really look into their history. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just taking what everybody is saying, you know what I'm saying, for for face value. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, there's no strength in that. Just You always got to question what somebody's saying. You feel what I'm saying? And go do the research for yourself. You feel what I'm saying? And when I did that, Miles, I could tell you, like, you know, and that's probably because we probably don't have enough time. But I've had actual spiritual encounters where, you know what I'm saying, like, evil spirits was attacking me and i've also had spiritual attack um encounters with the divine you feel what i'm saying and but it wasn't it wasn't like well since i was a little girl i've always had like dreams and visions but i'm talking about actually like having like things that people would be like that's unexplained you know what i'm saying that's that's a weird phenomenon i've had those experiences so i can tell you out of my own mouth you know what i'm saying that I know that what I believe in is real. You know what I'm saying? And it was, and, and honestly, those experiences, I had those experiences at a time where, you know what I'm saying? I was not going to church. You feel what I'm saying? I wasn't going to church. I wasn't actually walking into four walls and going to church because hey, even if we look into the history of the Bible, you know what I'm saying? Church was created by, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
like an actual building and stuff like that that was created by the Sadducees and Pharisees and stuff like that. And we look at them and we know that they was crooked. You know what I'm saying? But when Jesus, a black man, was walking the earth, you feel what I'm saying? He was knocking tables over in the church because they were selling stuff in the church. He sat among hoes and pimps. You know what I'm saying? Drug dealers and ate with them. Yo, he had people pissed. He came in as what we know today as a rebel. You know what I'm saying? He was doing things on what they considered was the Sabbath. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, I'm not here for you. I came because my father sent me. You feel what I'm saying? I'm here to do my father's business. You know what I'm saying? And so, yes. And so he was actually a rebel against the system. Like Martin Luther King was, even though he came in peace, he wasn't working according to what the system wanted him to do. You feel what I'm saying? He was trying to improve the system. He worked against the system. You know, we got Malcolm X. We got Harriet Tubman. We got all these people throughout history that we see challenge the institutions and was like, no, I'm not going to do it the way you want me to do it. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm not here for you. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not here to appease you in your system. I think we need culture as well. Especially the demons that look around and our things that we suffer with that we can have the power over the change for ourselves. And then we right. could, once we fix ourselves, we could also then fix the system that encompasses all of us, right? right. But um yeah, we we are kinda over time though, Alicia. I'm not gonna lie. Ooh, but it was a good okay. conversation. <laughs> Yo, we should have a part I, honestly, two. Cause I got some more questions. We should definitely have a part two. Yo, we definitely gonna do I feel like we should definitely do a part two. We got so much to talk about, but Man, we got demons in the church and demons in our lives, man. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yes, I'm well, telling you, man. I'm telling you for sure, man. And I, and at the end of the yeah. day, it's about opening people's eyes to what's really going on. Because the beginning is the beginning is the losing of your mind. You feel what I'm saying? There's disruption exactly. before success and evolution. You feel what I'm saying? So if you could dismantle mm-hmm. everything that you thought to be true and really get down to what the real truth is, therein lies the freedom. You know what I'm saying? But on that note, I'm going to let you do your thing, brother. <laughs> sure, we got more to talk about. I definitely love you having uh, being a guest on here. And then uh, hopefully we could discuss more uh, potential opportunities later on. Sure. All right, Alicia. Well, time is up, guys. And uh, follow or subscribe wherever you're at. Um, all the love is greatly appreciated. Peace.